Hey, it's Todd, and in this episode, I wanna talk with you about how to use video after a meeting. Oh, I got a hell of a story for you. Discover how video can help you achieve your sales and marketing goals. It all starts right here in Todd Hartley's Video Marketing Mastery. All right, so this story is a doozy. It's one I think about all the time, but I've never shared with you. In fact, I found myself sharing it with a friend over a cocktail the other night. And in the middle of the conversation, I had to jot down a note on a napkin to bring this story to you because I draw reference off of it all the time. How you use video after a meeting to engage people, to develop that relationship is essential. And far too often we think about the business part, the nuts and bolts of selling, which is like, what is your need? What's your problem? How can I solve it? And here's my solution and the proposal. But there's so much more involved in the decision-making process. That's like, you know, that's the, there's the seen and the unseen. And in sales, those are the seen, the things that you see all the time, you take into consideration, but the unseen is just as valuable. And I want to tell you this story. So this person that I had lunch with is instrumental in this next big chapter in my career. You guys have been watching me. You know that I'm getting onto big stages. And this person is a huge gatekeeper to opportunities that will allow me to influence and help other sales and marketing leaders to achieve their goals like never before. So it was really important. And it was my first meeting after quarantine got lift here in Arizona. So I got asked if I wanted to go out and have lunch with this massive gatekeeper. And I've never met this person before. Oh, you know what? For the sake of this discussion, let's call her a female. I've never met with her before. This was our first face-to-face meeting. In fact, I'd only exchanged a couple of emails with her during the beginning of the pandemic. So we decided to meet up for lunch. For anybody that lives in the Valley of the Sun, we met up at Pita Jungle. Pita Jungle's Lebanese food, disguised as Middle Eastern food. And they are an institution around the greater Phoenix area because they started in Tempe and within a decade, there's now like 10 of them or 12 of them and even in California and in Northern Arizona and so on, blah, 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 blah. I love Pita Jungle. I go back to the original one. I'm a PETA Jungle OG from 20-something years ago. So she said, why don't we go to PETA Jungle? And I said, awesome, love it. So I met her at PETA Jungle, and we sat down and started talking about her kids and about fitness and family and the pandemic. And before I knew it, like we were just having a really good bonding conversation. But before I knew it, I kept saying to myself, like, dude, you got to start transitioning into something that you need to talk about, something that's important. You got to start talking about business, bro. And there was no right time. In fact, it just stayed very personal and friendly and not very business. In fact, on the walk to the car, I vividly remember this, on the walk to the car, I was mentally kicking myself, maybe berating myself. 
dude, you blew your opportunity. That was your time. You could have transitioned. You should have started talking about business. You know, there's an opportunity there and you just had that meeting. You, maybe you'll never have another meeting again, but you know, oh, and then the other thought that was in my head was like, wow, we just really hit it off. I had that because if you know, I've got a superpower and my superpower is, and I'm not, I don't mean to be, I'm not, this is not being arrogant or anything. It's a God-given gift. It doesn't belong to me. It is a gift that I've been given. And my superpower is I just make friends. I'm a friend maker and a strong friend maker. And I collect friends. And uh, I'm everybody that I do business with is a friend. So if they rolled into town, we'd all go out to dinner. Or if we were in town, they'd be like, come on over to our house, you and Wendy, let's have dinner. Like that's just, that's how I do it, okay? And it's not forced, it's just part of my gifts. And I know you have gifts. And so on my walk to the car, I was beating myself up because I didn't talk business and this person's extremely busy running two massive companies that you would know their names if I mentioned their names and both companies. And, um, and so I, I, um, get into the car and I'm like, I'm beating myself up and I drive all the way back to the office or the house. And now I'm thinking about what is my follow-up strategy because my, my, um, follow-up strategy needs to be equally as strong, but I've got to make up for the deficiencies in the meeting because I didn't bring up anything business. Oh, but we sure hit it off, I said. So I've got this like dynamic going on inside my head, right? So here's what I decided to do. I'm like, oh, we, you know, you made a friend, you bonded, it was strong, but you missed the business thing. And in hindsight, maybe that was great. Maybe you shouldn't always be talking business if you don't have to. Like if the conversation flows, go with the flow, yo. So I went with the flow and then I, on my drive back, I started the follow-up strategy. What were the stories that I needed to tell? And I say stories and that remove the concept of the story being like make-believe. I use stories as a way to tell case studies, client stories. What are the stories of client success that I need to transfer from my big massive brain into her big massive brain? Like this, you ready? Right there into her brain. Okay. So what are those stories? So I started thinking about them and I was like, okay, now can I start with that story? No, I probably need to start with something that I said I was going to follow up with, which was about like something for a child with learning disabilities in her family. Okay. And, um, and so we bonded on that topic and because I've gone through it, I'm, uh, you know, I can provide some resources that can help her and her family go through it currently. You following? So I started my video and this isn't manipulative. This is leading with value, which is like marketing 101. I led with value. I led with um, our connection, which is how we bonded in that pita jungle lunch over hummus. And I led with that, but I didn't give that yet. I said, hey, you know, um, I'm going to, as promised, here is... Let me see if I can do this better. I should really clean this up for you because you deserve better than this. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's try it again. Here we go. All right, here we go. Hey, so-and-so, it was great meeting you for lunch and connecting with you about, and then I did like an X, Y, and Z. And as promised, I've got that material for the member of your family that's struggling with a learning disability. Here are the people that helped me. 
and um, and I'll I'll give you more information at the end of this video. I teased. That's marketing, right? I teased. I'm going to give you what's valuable to your family. But first, did I tell, I forgot, I didn't have enough time to tell you about X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's how it went. And then I got into the business story that I needed to transfer into her big, massive brain. And I did that succinctly, like more succinct than this episode. And then I, I showed the, on the screen, the case study that reflected with what she was trying to accomplish and what I was trying to accomplish out of her, the relationship with her. And then when I was done with that in like 45 60 seconds, and there's no right amount of time. It's about the story. What, how long does it take to transfer that story and not a second longer? And boom, as soon as I did that, I then gave the value for the child and the family that was struggling with learning disabilities, and I sent it off, okay? Do you know what I got back in return? By the way, I like held my breath when I pushed that button, and I even edited the video down to make it even more succinct because if attention kicks in, and this person's super busy and I'm not respectful of their time, I might do more damage than benefit. You follow? So my follow-up structure was I created a video. It was a show-and-tell video, and I put my information on the screen next to my big, beautiful, beautiful mug, a.k.a. my moneymaker, and you've got one too. And then I sent that video off, and I basically, when I sent it, I was like, just like you are when you send an important message. I held my breath. I said a little prayer. I pushed the send button, whooshed, and there it went. And then I was like, oh, she hasn't even replied back yet within like 10 seconds, right, of sending it. Sometime later on in the day, I got a text message back, and it had not one magic word, but the magic word written three times in one email back to me. What is the magic word? Love. Oh, Todd, I loved our conversation. Thank you so much for sending me this great video. I love how you explained and blah, blah, blah. And then there was another love. And by, basically, I read the email reply like three times. And then I saw the word love in there that many times. And here's what I discovered. If you can get the word love back from your prospect, you hit a home run. Opened up a massive door in my career, helped me get to the next level, and is going to bring many more opportunities with the months and years ahead. But it's because I laid the right foundation. I didn't transition into business too soon. And when the relationship was established around the magic word of love, then I followed up with business. Now, do I recommend this? Only if it's in the flow of the conversation. Like, do I recommend going and having a business meeting and never talking about business? Sometimes, but you've got to lay that out and feel it out yourself. But if you don't talk business and it's just personal and relationship, follow up using video with a zone three video structure like I, uh, I teach in my trainings. By the way, I got a boot camp coming up on Getting, it's, a, it's an entry level, getting started with video and getting yourself comfortable on camera. A boot camp starts in early October. It is the lowest entry level rate I've ever had for a seven-week boot camp. Yo, seven weeks. We're going to go through the material. We're going to check in. It's only 30 minutes a week. But you're also going to get a homework assignment to create a video that I'm going to teach you how to create for business situationally, like the one I just explained right here. And submit that video and we're going to review it and give you feedback. 
All you have to do to get information on this is just go to toddhartley.com. That's T-O-D-D, my parents went all out, T-O-D-D-H-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. And look at services at the top. Look for entry-level boot camp when you click on that. And then that entry-level boot camp landing page will not only have a video of me with my moneymaker on the screen, but it'll also provide what we're doing in each of the seven weeks. You're going to learn how to create each of the types of videos that you need to know how to create on your phone situationally to accelerate business and revenue. All right? So anyway, that's how you do it. Follow up, sweep up after the meeting like a friggin' boss, tell the story you need to tell, get it into their head, track them, watch how they look at the video, and then determine how you want to proceed. Because people who watch your videos to completion are much more likely to become a customer than somebody that only watches 10 seconds of it. Make sense? All right, toddhartley.com is where you go. Click on services. And I will continue. I've got a laundry list right here of maybe 15 episodes I'm dropping that are coming your way hot and heavy. Peace.